DYM Nation. My name is Sean Donnelly. I am one half of this amazing podcast, the DYM podcast. I am joined by the other half who is not feeling that great uh, these days. <laughs> uh, uh, Andrew Fiore, how are you, champ? Hey, buddy. This is this is why the podcast is going to be coming out a little late today, and uh, we're really sorry for that, but we oh, had to make sure fault. we had to make sure the little baby was okay. We had to make sure this guy, <laughs> we don't want any um, any any any, uh, any pukies or any <laughs> No, no, no. I Holy think got... moly. So, hey. Hi, Shawnee. How are you? It's How are you, buddy? Apologies, everybody. We're uh, a little late on this one. The The cool breeze came down with what I guess is uh, was food poisoning or COVID. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think it's got to be food poisoning, right? Yeah. I mean, I was uh, it was just coming out of me uh, not to be Oof. graphic, everybody. So yeah, we've all been I there. Went out on a, uh, I went out on a date on Wednesday and uh, oh, we went nice. and got barbecue uh, in, Astoria. in Astoria, in a new and place. I, in Astoria. I don't want to name the place, but it's, name it's the a place. newer place. I it's honestly a new place that has 100% terrible reviews on like Google review and all that. I, 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 re- I, I'm, I try to keep up on all the barbecue places because just, you know, my general demeanor is, is barbecue. And, um, I saw that place and I was so excited and I saw all these reviews and they were like, it's terrible, all this. And then they would respond to each one being like, thanks for the review. Like we're trying our, we're trying our best. Like it was like the little barbecue place that could. So I'm really not surprised some shit happened, but I, Uh, I feel terrible. Yeah. (laughs) I feel terribly had to go through that. So what, so let's, let's hear what happened. Like, so you had the date and what happened? So it went Okay. Um, let's just say I said maybe four words the entire time. It's one of those. Oh, okay. Yeah. She went through her entire history, her job. And I'm just one of those. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. Uh huh. Right. Gotcha. Sometimes that happens. It's just the, for two hours. Wow. And she was, she was nice enough. And, uh, you know, we ate. And maybe it was a good thing that it didn't go that well because then I went home and as I was uh, laying around on my couch, I was about to play some video games with my friend. This is my Wednesday friend. night. It was Wednesday night. Yeah. And uh, I get a little rumbly. You know, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Hello? Oh, shoot. I, th- I think he froze. Oh, Andy froze. Andy, you froze. <laughs> so, Hello? Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, shoot. What should we do? Pause it and then... Uh... Uh, yeah, I'll just... I'll just um, Sorry, I don't know what happened there. Take it out. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he's probably going to have to leave and come back. I think he just lost his internet. I think he just did it. Yeah, Sorry, he's back. Sorry, That's all right. So... So then what happens is Wednesday night, you're feeling um, so I get uh, that I get that rumble and I get the 
a cold sweat out of nowhere. You know Ooh, that feeling. Yeah, I know. I definitely do. Where you just go, oh, man, I'm patting my forehead down. I'm going, well, it's not that warm out. And then all of a sudden, I run to the can. Just oh, wow. going. Yeah, and it's just one of those, like, I almost didn't make it four feet across my room to the <laughs> to the bathroom, dude. You know that? Wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's just absolutely. Vesuvius. Wow. Volcano. And then I just and then I started uh thrown up. So I threw up like it was, you know, liquids. That's and, one of those uh, that's one of those dumb and dumber moments where like, just go, man. Please, oh, just yeah. go. <laughs> so that's all. It was just a combination of that for the entire next 24 hours. I'm still not great. I still have like zero energy and like I'm just warm. Well, you're just depleted. You have just yeah, no totally. like even for your voice, you can tell. I everybody's yeah. been there. I feel terrible that you that to go oh, through don't this. Don't worry about it, buddy. But thank you, man. Yeah, it's it's not been a great 48 hours for the old breeze here. But you got no you got apologies the, the date, again. We're, date we're goes late. south and then everything else does. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing. <laughs> um the other thing too is like you would think you know, normally, like on, on a sick day or something, you, you you watch movies or do you know you kill some time like that. When Not, you're in this kind of way, you can't like pay attention to anything. You're just huddled in a ball. You're just all. Meryl Streep in Silkwood in the shower, just crying hysterically. <laughs> uh, I need this laughing is like it hurts, but it makes me feel better. <laughs> You know, and like you're, uh, yeah, I'm achy, dude. It's just not. Oh, great. I know. Hot later tonight at like eleven, and I'm just like, please, you, maybe I can get through it. You know, you might be okay by then if you have enough water and enough, like, yeah. you know, it's like maybe staring some- at the ceiling in, in a cold sweat and just like going through that thing where you're like, I'm under the covers, and then I I throw them off of the bed because it's too hot, and then I need them again. Yes, yeah, and just Every, like this is like my fifth there. t-shirt because I'm just sweating through them. You know. What I wanted to ask you, well, I'm glad I'm glad you're able to do this and I'm glad you're not like, you know, dead, obviously. And I don't I'm glad it's not COVID either, because it's definitely not COVID. That is food poisoning 101 right there. Everybody's yeah, been there. Yeah. Um, but you you told me about the date and I'm, I wanted to ask you because I've I told the story about the date with the girl where you're pulling out all the conversation from them. Yes, so I was sure. curious your opinion of what's worse, where they don't stop talking or where. The person, the person on the date doesn't stop talking or where they're not talking at all and you're pulling it out. I got to be honest. I'd rather it be that she's talking too much. Me too. Yeah. I'd okay. rather, is, that a, is that a no brainer? Uh, I feel like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, in the end, at least you're not really doing any work. You know, exactly. At least you're just kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's all it was. I mean, she is telling me things about her job. Like I worked there. She was like, Fred, you know, he, oh. he does not get things done in IT on time. And if if we like we have to have the code written on the back end for this to go on the front end, I'm just going, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was insane. And, and I, I, yeah. I was telling my uh, I was telling Greg about this and he was like, was she nervous? And I was like, maybe, but I don't think that's what it is. Because she no. seemed like a confident person. I think this she's seems, seems that she this is her. Yeah, that's just the way that she is. And also. You know, women, you want to talk about guys being jerks on dates, which happens all the time. But this is a form of being a jerk. If you're on a date and you don't ask that other person one question about themselves, you're a jerk. Like that's technically, you know, is he gone again? He's gone again. Like Andy? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. His internet keeps going out. I'm t- 
So sorry, guys. It's okay. You're I'm not in a yeah, great way. You're shitting and your cable service is shitting all over the place. I'm so sorry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But the um uh yeah. but no, Chatterbox. what I was trying to say is chat chatterbox. What I was saying is the that's the equivalent of a guy being a jerk as well. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a form of being a jerk if you're not asking people about themselves. Yeah, I kept waiting for it to come. I mean, from the minute we sat down, she took <laughs> off. It was no really like formalities either. It was it wasn't even like, how's your week going or so, you know? And it's yeah. like I uh, don't know. And my buddy was like, maybe uh, you give her another chance and it'll just be like this. I was like, maybe because you if was you, nice. If, if was she was just... nice and she was cool and you're attracted to her, I would because there's a very good chance that she was nervous and she was so worried about not talking enough for something yeah. that she was like, not that she was like, like you said, she probably is confident in her job, but dates is, is a different story for people sometimes. They're just like, oh, well, but last time I didn't talk enough. So I have now I have to talk a bunch and then it turns into too much or, you know, right, socially right. things get weird. So if you, if she was cool, I'd give it, give it like one of those shots, like, let's grab another drink. And then if it goes like that right away out of the gate, just like, you know, secretariat, you know, taken off, just yeah. uh, be like, cool. After an hour of her talking, go, cool. It was great to see you again. And then you have enough. <laughs> and then if she goes, what do you mean? We just got here. And then you go, listen, I just want to give this another shot, but it's just not going to work out. Like you have enough cause yeah, maybe at that I'll point. Just be blunt. Just Dude, go. honestly, nobody could ever fault you for that. Like that's why a couple of dates I went on from those, uh, from the apps, I was a couple different times. I was honest and they, nobody ever got mad. They never got, I always thought right. they'd be like, you'll hate me. This, that, the other thing. They never got mad. They were like, that's cool. That's totally cool. Even right before I started dating uh, Megan, the, the, the girl I hung up with right before her, she was like, I thought maybe it was going that way. That's totally cool. And I was like, really, really, um, really, really brutally honest. So I think yeah. it's just a matter yeah. of like, because that's another thing about first dates. I don't know, you know, it, you, it has to go really badly for me for it not to be a sure, want sure. to want a second date because I'm willing to give people the benefit of the doubt and go, it could have just been like a weird, awkward meetup, you know, that kind of thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so I'm sorry to work out, but definitely give another shot. If not, you know, and, and, just and there. I, I'm Kramer. I'm sitting across from, uh, what's your name? I go, you got to shut up. <laughs> Lay it on me, string bean. <laughs> he has the vow of silence. It's Kathy Griffin. You got to shut up. You know what you do, Andy? She just breaks me. I go, you got to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you start telling her. I see her on the street. She knows shit about me. Like, like <laughs> she's, she knows, she's like, knows like all this weird details about me. And I'm like, who are you been talking to? Who are you? Yeah. Um, you know what you so, can do? On the second date, what? you bring bring a crosswood puzzle. If it you know, gets, goes the same way, you got something to do. I just read the paper in front of her. <laughs> It's an open newspaper. <laughs> just, just be dramatic with it. Just flap it out like a guy from the fifties on the bus. Just <laughs> yeah. So I was. Uh, here's the other crazy thing about like when you're sick like this. Um, you're up at all weird times too. Like because I yeah. couldn't sleep and it was just like a, you know, a marathon of trying to lay down and be still in the dark and then running to the bathroom. Yeah. So like six thirty in the morning, I I was like text tweet texting you. Remember our little exchange the other day? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what time that was because I was just like out of it. That uh, was like uh, in the morning. I was in the morning. I think it was yesterday it was in the morning. morning. Yeah. And I told you this before. I'm trying to. I was trying to read. I don't know why I thought that would be a good idea. I was like maybe I can concentrate and focus on something and just like you know I 
your mind goes weird when you're sick. And you, but also like you're like, I want to do something, but because mo- most of the time you've just been seriously like, let me make it as dark as possible, and I just want to yeah. be in this ball and yeah. just get through this. Yeah, yeah. So, and this is movie related. So I'm I was reading the Red Dragon, the Hannibal Lecter series. I was reading the and there's four books. There's Red Dragon, Sons of the Lambs, Hannibal, and Hannibal Rising. And I read the first two, which are the classics. I love Red Dragon as a movie, and I obviously top ten Sons of the Lambs is right. You know, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Hannibal is the third book in the series and it's okay. I'm reading it. I'm about 80 pages in and uh, I get to the bottom of the sent the page here and I, you know, go up to the next sentence and I go, this doesn't connect. And all of a sudden I look, I'm going, what is, is it me? Cause you have that moment where like, am I, I'm like, am well, I out of it? That much? And it could be you at that point. Cause you're at the end of your rope. <laughs> totally. And then yeah. I look down page 84 and then it just goes to page 133. <laughs> There's like 49 pages missing of the book. What not a like gem. ripped out. They're just not there. But listen, books aren't supposed to buffer. Like that's not supposed to be a thing that happens. You're not supposed to have lag time on books. Yeah. Yeah. And there's 50 pages gone. So I actually tweeted. I took a picture of it. I tweeted this out because I was just, again, you know, out of my mind. And I'm going, hey, uh, Penguin Random House, what's up here? Your book, yeah. uh, Hannibal. You're leaving the kid in the lurch. I'm right in the I'm right in the middle of this story. And to their credit, they wrote back from their Twitter account. They oh. wrote, "Oh my God, that's scarier than Hannibal. Please contact so and so at our customer service representative." Get out of here! Holy cow! Shout out to Penguin Random House. Yeah. So thank you. I will uh, probably never follow up and just go unread because I'm lazy like that. Because <laughs> it does seem like a lot of steps, but uh, somebody's gonna be talking to you about that book. There just drained me right now. I, I went, I went through that story, and now I'm like, I gotta lie down. Well, oh, just now? Yeah, that like took me. That took it all out of me. Somebody's gonna, um, somebody's gonna talk about that book to you, and about all, the one scene that happens like in those totally. pages. And well, you'll be, I don't remember that from. I tried to like do that thing where you're like, can I just read ahead and maybe I didn't miss that much. The next part of the story is like a huge disconnect. There's like a new character involved. I'm like, I have no idea what was going on. It's a totally different book. It would be like watch. It would be just like not watching a half hour of a movie and then just jumping ahead. Just out of nowhere. It's catcher in the rye. You're like, where did Holden Caulfield come from? Story. (laughs) Um, but also, I found out something very cool and very movie-related, and I I'm took sure a screen grab of uh, the Instagram feed. Now, you know, excuse me, I love, uh, I love my Adult Swim cartoon comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the Venture Brothers, uh, yeah. Metalocalypse, and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I, I used to be obsessed out, with. Excuse me? I used to be obsessed with Aqua Teen oh, Hunger yeah. Force. Oh, yeah, they're great. And uh, they're making... Um, future movies out of those three cartoons, which really? is so cool. Yeah, that's the Venture awesome. Brothers and Metalocalypse are two of my favorite things of all time, and I love Aquatine Hunger Force too. And I can't wait because those are the types of cartoons they they like Sopranos things, and you know, like they take like two years for new seasons to come out. Yes, yeah, no, you're just true. like, give me something. So well, I can't also- wait for the movies. It makes sense they're doing movies now because I'm sure they're going to be on some streaming service. Right, right. So in the past, I think it was like thinking like you put a movie out, it's got to go in the theaters, it's got to make X amount of money. Yeah. Now you have to convince one of the streamers that 
hey, this will be watched X amount of times on your streamer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is pretty interesting because now that's why you get all this stuff being made, like I guess revamping all this content, which is – I'm a fan. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Excuse me. I am just – things are coming out of me, dude. <laughs> can, you hear, which, like, like, can you hear me like – yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did watch two things over the last week before uh, I was deathly ill. And yeah. uh, one of them was the best picture winner, which got to be honest, Johnny. I don't know how it won that thing. Because Nomadland was a piece of shit. I didn't watch it because you told me off off air, obviously, uh, that yeah. you were not a fan. Oh, my God. I can't believe this one. Can you give what, what was it about it that you were like, fuck this? Movie. It's a meandering story of nothing. It's just <laughs> her, Frances McDormand. They live this van lifestyle. It's about these people and the other Actors, for lack of a better word, because they're they're the actual people. They're not professional actors in the movie. Oh. They are man people, and I think that's why okay, people I, were like, "Oh, okay, I, so it's I, like Artie." And I hate to break it to you, that's called a documentary, folks. I don't know if right. um, you just have one actor. That's and called then the, the documentary with with Francis McDormand. That's what you know, like with uh, you know, like that. I'm, that's totally. We have to stop this. We have to stop pretending like it really is the same way that, uh, you know, you had Scorsese come out and he goes, Marvel movies kind of insult to cinema. That's an insult to cinema to me. I, I really do because it's an insult to the, no, the no, art no. of he acting. Didn't say insult to cinema. He said they're not cinema. They're not it's cinema, like, which is an, which I agree. That's, that's the same thing. That's an insult. Um, yeah. It's move. They're movies. They're movies, not films. If you want to be, you know, whatever. That's it what is. I think to his point. That's what he was trying to say. Right, but but he but it's still an insult anyway. You cut it. He's like he's saying it. They're not up to sure, par. Sure, like they're sure. not. They're not. You know, they're not going to be studied and whatever. You know, but and I I actually disagree with that. I think there's a lot of merit to things like that. Like I think, also these are the things that are saving your business and at least they're, but right. at least they're, they're going through the traditional ways of trying to make a freaking movie. And it has actors and cinematographers and a director. And it's not just, yeah. Hey, Bill, you drove the bus in real life, right? Guess what? You're in the movie. That this is like, this is why movies are made. So the real people aren't in the movie. Like, don't get me wrong. They do it a bunch. Like I, I just, I actually watched something as well. And it kind of fits into this discussion. That's why I mentioned it. I watched the King of Staten Island. Oh, I thought, Oh, wow. I never saw it, and I and uh -huh. I uh, I tweeted out right after. I go, the only thing that K the King of Staten Island taught me was to quit comedy and get a union job. Because <laughs> I was like, God, I'm like, this looks like so much more appealing than than. Oh, I actually did. I'll talk about it in a second, but I want to go back to your the discussion about Nomadland. But there's definitely real firemen in the King of Staten Island, right. and that's how you do it. It's like that was like an homage to his dad. I think it was like his dad's friends. Sure, that's sure. how you do it. They have two lines. Exactly. These guys in the movie. Yeah. Trust the actors. It's an insult to actors to go, we're going to put the real, but nobody wants to step on anybody's toes and admit that anymore. It's That's a documentary. It's a, it's a documentary with an actor in it, which is like, with, you know, I'm sorry, but it's like, talk about the most circle jerk situation of yeah. like, like, we're going to showcase Francis by putting, look, she can even act. Uh, She's such I a good actress. She, of her too. Yeah. I, can't, yeah. I love Fargo with every fiber of my being. I love the perfect movie. Fargo's She's a perfect so great movie. It and she deserved to win Best Actress. But like she is just really becoming like the Meryl Streepish, like kind of actressy pretentious. We went over that, you know, Oscar speech where she's just like celebrate the actors. We are the dream makers. And you're just like, dude, yeah, shut the fuck up. That's exactly and what she said, right? And it's also like, yeah, like Francis, that. celebrate actors by not being in movies with non 
actors. Right, right. How about you celebrate actors and get them jobs by guess what the movies company movie business is taking a hit. So why yeah. don't you demand you're in movies with real actors? I just want to show you something. Sure. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell. I've sweat through my pillow. Can oh, that's just me. The... That's me on a Tuesday. That's on that's that's, that's <laughs> here's the, I, I couldn't see the 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 sweat I marks, got... but yeah. That's not supposed to be blue. That's a white pillowcase. <laughs> What are you a Smurf? <laughs> <laughs> I smurfed. I've smurfed my. <laughs> I gotta change these sheets. I kept I smurfing out of my mouth and my ass. I was smurfing. What are they? What are they everything smurf, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I Andy, almost smurfed my pants. I am not smurfing well, dude. <laughs> I am not feeling smurfy. Some comic up... has a bit about that. There's an old comic who's got a bit about that about using smurf for every word. Yeah. Like, yeah, I smurfed <laughs> all over her face. It's just like, ooh. <laughs> Andy smurfed all over his toilet seat. <laughs> smurfed all over his apartment. Ah, uh, the good thing I think I've dropped like five pounds just from like you know I'm that's sure the one did. good thing. I guarantee you did. Um, but, uh, to get back to Nomadland and uh, the union stuff, um, which are still also our pal Mike Vecchione is one of the firefighters, my friend and neighbor. He and Mike has a, a uh, he's in a few scenes and he has one really funny scene in it where he's yeah. talking. You saw, yo, you saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it. And he talks about bed bugs. He's like obsessed with them. And yeah. that comes right out of real life. Speaking of which, Becky Owen had bed bugs like three different times. <laughs> so it's hilarious that they put it in the movie. He must have told Apatow or something like that. Or Pete. They must, yeah, they must be talking about it. And like, that's his your character. Scene. If you know, yeah, he's just like, you can never get rid of a man. They're what just, a funny, also, yeah. shout out to Mike, like, one of the funniest comics in the country. But that's true. Mike had bed bugs like three different times, and he was in such a bad way. He was like, "Dude, I don't, I can't get rid of these things." So I'm just like, "That sucks, man." That sucks also, so bad. Don't come, please don't come close to me. Do you? Yeah. You? We? I think I talked about it with you. I probably didn't mention on the podcast when I thought I had them, but it was contact. Yeah. Everybody, if you if you live in New York, I think everybody's had them or been terrified that you have them. You know, I was I mean? convinced. I was. It was. Oh, but it was also like the winter, and it made no sense. And I was like, "Aren't they not supposed to be around?" But some people think, like they can be around in the winter. Like, yeah, it's, I don't it's think fun. that matters. Yeah, but I think they're more prevalent in the summer. So I was like, maybe that's not a thing. So I paid to have the guy come check with the dog and everything. Yeah. And then I went to the dermatologist. Roscoe? Yeah, Roscoe. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was that guy, but they had their own dog. Not that as might famous not as be, Roscoe. By the way, that might not be a well-known national thing, Roscoe. That might be. Oh, Roscoe is a local New York thing. The bed bug sniffing dog. It's his local about. commercial, and it's just go. Where's Roscoe? He's working. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> speaking the of the king of speaking of the king of Staten Island, I think Roscoe is the real king of Staten Island. <laughs> I think they're gonna give it to Staten Island. They probably have Roscoe on a float, and everybody's bowing down to run. <laughs> speaking of floats, and I know we're getting all over the place, but uh, it's summertime again, and the boats are back on Old Twenty Fourth Street over here in Astoria. I guess oh. remember last year when I go. Some dude is parking his boat on the street. <gasps> that's right. He's oh, literally that's knocking right. it, and he moves it for alternate side of the street parking, which I think is the funniest Queens thing to ever happen. It's hilarious. And but it's also, back. And I saw what? him working on it the other day with, like, his buddies. They're on, it would, it's so funny to me. It would make more sense for that to be on the street in the, in the winter, right? Because it's not in the water. It's very bizarre. I have no so, idea what's going on. So Queens was so I have Queens. a feeling it's some sort of drug mule boat. <laughs> they're doing runs and they're coming back. <laughs> See, that would like, make yeah, we're not paying to dock this thing. What are we crazy? I'm not I'm not paying money. It's water. I bet, I bet that would make a better movie than Nomadland. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Just so not my favorite. I enjoyed like 
four other movies ahead of it that were nominated for Best Picture. Um, I liked Prom. We've we've gone over it, but I liked Promising Young Woman. I thought Sound of Metal had a good shot at winning it, but uh, that's them's the them's the breaks in the Hollywood business. It's one of those things where it's like, yes, that that happens a lot. We're not like we're not like shocked by disappointments anymore. But when it's really bad, yeah. and when you don't even have actors in the movie, come on, man, where what are yeah. we doing? It's like. Let's not go. It's like one. I'm all for avant-garde. I'm all for weird stuff. Sure. I'm all for whatever. But have respect enough for the art of acting, like like uh, to to let these people have jobs in these movies and do and work their craft. Like we, I have yeah. a lot of respect for good acting, and 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 because you see how hard it can be, um, and. Uh, and what, and also, I think I'm revved up too because another thing I started watching is I, uh, it's not a movie, but I started watching Perry Mason on HBO Max. Yeah, I don't know if you've watched it, and I it's, did. It's, I, I have only a few episodes in, I, I like it, and it's, I liked it, and it's, it's the acting is phenomenal, the acting is yeah. great, it's great really acting in that movie. So, I'm watching, yeah, no, no, just if, so don't throw regular people in your things you're calling right. movies or films, right. like. Like throw them in, but don't give them the main freaking roles, you maniacs. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. And a lot of times, in you see like a celebrity be like, "I'm doing stand up," and you're like, no, "Yes, you're, fuck off." That's insulting to us, to what we yeah. do. That's yes. my life's work, and like you just you treat it as something, you know, uh, like a yeah. whim, like a novelty. Just like it's yeah. almost like I'm I'm just, I'm gonna go windsurfing, and then I'm trying stand up. Like right, like, right, yeah. Oh, we're gonna get list. <laughs> Bucket list. Oh, I'm so nervous to get on the stage. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. But, but the, um, so speaking of life's work and your union joke, I uh, I, I would have been a fireman in, a, in another life. I easily I would have been. I, I told you I've probably mentioned it on the show. I took all the tests to be a cop and I failed yeah. one of them, which was the obstacle course. That's what I <laughs> didn't. You just not show up. You just no, I did not show up, up. And then you left. I showed no, no, I showed up. I, it's even better than that. I showed up. I was super nervous. I felt like I was in gym class in seventh grade with a bunch of Guido assholes, just a bunch of assholes. And then, well, not all of them, a couple of nice guys. But so the first obstacle is just, just describe all cops. Yeah. Goes, yeah. A few nice guys, but most of them are all, all asshole yeah. Guido. The first obstacle is just a four foot fence. It's not that hard. But I was, I got in my head. I'm like, this is, I was shaking. I was so nervous. They go, go. And I run up to the fence. I try oh, to get I'm over gone. it. I'm leaving. I, I can't. I couldn't get over it. I just walked to my car and I drove home. <laughs> I didn't tell them I was leaving. I just left. That's I got bad. And it was in Staten Island, ironically. It was at a high school so in Staten funny. Island. And it was. I was in my dad's uh, Buick, 91 Buick LeSabre. I got in it and I went. And I was, uh, you better believe, I was ashamed the whole way home. <laughs> That's so funny. What a life-changing moment, though. It, it was. It may also made me realize, like, if I would have known, I would have, if I, the thing about it is, is if firemen, my mindset now, back then I was like, oh, I had the dead dad thing where I was like, hey, he did it. I'll do it. I have no, I don't know what I want to do. I, I'm, I'm definitely not doing comedy because I wouldn't have enough balls to get up yet. So I was like, I almost like, uh, I, I could do this and it'll be nice to do. I, I don't know what I was, it was like, nobody shouldn't, you shouldn't get a, a career out of remembrance. That shouldn't ever be a thing. Right. So I didn't know, but. If I would have known about the, if I really was going to go that way, fire department is the way to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's in, it's in the Fiore family. You know, I have a couple cousins who are firefighters in California and I've told the story before my cousin, Matt Fiore delivered his baby girl on the side of the road, on the side of the four Oh five. Cause they didn't make crazy. it to the hospital, but he, because he was a firefighter, he had that like emergency training. 
Also, what does Fiori mean in Italian? Flowers. Andy Flowers. Oh, that's but... right. Andy Flowers. Shit, Come I forgot. On. I forgot for a second. I, I, I was going to say it kind of sounds like fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, before I wanted to talk, because I, I never saw it when you saw it, King of Staten Island, yeah. um, so many people that we know in it, uh, our, yeah. my, our friend Ricky Velez, uh, Mike Vecchione, uh, Rich Voss and Bonnie, who play a couple yep. Yep. Um, in, in a Derek, restaurant. Derek Gaines is in it. Lisa Traeger's in it. Derek Gaines is in it. Uh, uh, so many comics. And I, I it's. I got to be honest. I heard before I went. going on in my street? Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I heard before I saw it, like, eh, it's not so great. You know, it's kind of whatever. Here's the thing. I didn't think it was perfect, but it it had its moments. Yeah, it's it good. definitely uh, had its, it's moments. Uh, yeah, I, it was enjoyable, you know? It was enjoyable. I, I think, I honestly think, I think editing, man, I'm starting yeah. to respect editing yeah. as way more than directing in, in, in films. Cinematography sure. and editing is key. Like, if you, I guess if you're in that world and you really want to make a movie, go into cinematography or editing because that's who really makes the fucking movie yeah. if you really think like, about it. And you see... Lately, I think, too, it's become a thing where you have these movies that you're like, why is this so long? Because when you're making something, you know, you pr you're a director, a writer, you want to create your vision. So it's got to be hard to cut stuff that you probably don't want to cut and like because you think you've got all this down on screen. You like it for lack of, you know, for better, or for worse, when you're making something. Yeah, you like what you're producing. So, hey, it's yeah. hard to cut things, you know? It's well, like here's the comics thing. have a joke. They go, ah, nobody likes this joke, but I love it. It's like, well, then don't do it. I know it's hard to get rid of it, but if it's not, don't not, you know, do it. Or, right. or don't, yeah, don't do it. But for like, jokes, it's different, that. a little bit different. Here's the thing. I have respect for the art of filmmaking. So when it, if it's the, what I think ends up happening is this. Um, I think if you're putting out a piece of art, it should be. And granted, if you're the director, you're the artist and you're yes. putting it out. And Brent, even though there's tons of other artists, it's, it's a collaboration in a way, but you have the final say. Or you're supposed to, especially guys like Apatow or Tarantino, they have the final yep. say. But I think after a while, when you've been doing it, you maybe you have people might not agree with your same vision. You can put it out. But if you're trying to make the best possible movie, which can happen, or the most succinct movie, or the most enjoyable movie, whatever you want to do, granted, you put it out any way you want, but you're going to get people saying, "Ah, it yeah. was too long." Ah, and, and if and and I think, I think why you make movies is you make movies for people. I think that's why I you know, whatever it is. But also, there should be. I, I agree with the selfish factor of it too. I think, I think there should be a balance there when you're that big of a name. But I think also what happens is you have that much power. No, you. There's really no editor. Like the, the editor is not going to be like, no, Judd Apatow. I'm not making this movie the way you right, exactly right, right. want it. So what it does, it, it becomes the director's cut becomes the the regular cut. Yeah. But you, it kind of might suffer because maybe you. That's why on projects like that, you need you might need a, more a real collaboration. You with guys like that, like Tarantino and the guys who are so big that like they can kind of they have carte blanche the collaboration part of it goes out the window and then yeah. things, a little things might suffer in the eyes of, of fans maybe, but if you don't give a shit, you don't give a shit, you know, you don't care. Yeah. You don't care. It's like do what you want, but you might you know people just might not dig it as much. Yeah. Um, I did watch one more thing. Yeah. And this was a fun one. I was out in Jersey for uh mother's day. Happy mother's day to all you moms out there. I hope you had an enjoyable day. And I went to breakfast with my mom, and then we were going out to dinner. So I had some downtime. So I said, I'll watch a flick. 
And uh, I was trying to find something, couldn't find anything. And then what do I see out of the corner of my eye, but a little film called Willie's Wonderland starring Nick Cage. What? And what is this? You and I are both huge fans of Mandy. Love it. It was my favorite movie of that year. I also couldn't have been a more perfect thing for Nick Cage to do at that time of his life. What I'm getting to you go, Hey, you realize you go, yeah, this guy can act. He is a brilliant actor. Absolutely. He's just cotton cartoonish in these roles he takes. Yes. And he's back to that. (laughs) (laughs) This movie was chaos. What a left turn that was. I was totally expecting to be like, this guy is a, he is an actor. He's an actor. Oh, sure. Yeah, exactly. He was, yeah. I mean, this is chaos. So, Mikey, well, he's still paying you, like, bills. He's probably still the, paying uh, bills. If you want to just maybe like pull up the uh, the the plot description, that might help me. So, Willie's Wonderland. So basically, Nick Cage is a rogue driving this you know Corvette down the street. Gets four of his tires popped. Gets a tow truck. The guy goes, "It's a thousand bucks. I only take cash. ATM's broken." All right. I got a way you can work it off. You clean up this place called Willie's Wonderland. It's this old shut down Chuck E. Cheese type establishment, we'll say. (laughs) Yeah, here. A quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at the now condemned Willie's Wonderland. The mundane tasks suddenly become an all out fight for survival against wave after wave of demonic animatronics. (laughs) That's the movie. He's called the Jenner. Sean, can I tell you? He doesn't say one word the entire movie. He has zero lines. <laughs> zero. He not does even, not even in the setup when he's at the guy and t- the guy's telling him about the job. Nothing. I'm watching it the whole time, going, "They're going for it. They're doing it." He's not going to say a thing. <laughs> like thirty minutes in, I go, "They're doing this the whole time." Does he make noises? He, not really. It's just him and like this kind of group of teens. I mean, I don't want to give away the whole plot, but you know, these uh, these teens basically are uh, trying to help him because you find out that this has been a thing. I mean, great poster, yeah, great poster, great poster, and the, the animatronic, like the animals, looked really cool, and like it was fun. It's a fun ride. But and isn't that a great tagline too? 2020 isn't over yet, kids. <laughs> like, if you want to kill an hour and a half and just have fun, give it a watch. Because, I'll check it like, out. You'll love it for the Nick caginess of it. And like, yeah, it's not great, but it's it's one of those movies where you're like, that was a blast. That was just fun. So what is he? Is he supposed to be mute in the movie? No, it, it's no, it's just he's just a quiet loner, and that's just who he is. Oh, that's so funny. Maybe this so is like ridiculous. maybe this is a reaction. He did this because everybody's like, oh, he just screamed in Mandy. And like he's like, oh, yeah. I'll show you. I'll act with nothing. I'll act with no, just my face. I'll just act with just my face. And so yeah, it like he's this amazing fighter, he killer, like without even trying. He's like one of those like guys. He like he can just do all these insane moves and stuff. And <laughs> it's just he drinks. There's no mention of this whatsoever in the whole film, but every 15 minutes he has to drink this like soda and there's no explanation to it whatsoever. 
you and you're like, oh, he's going to be some sort of like he needs that for. There's no <laughs> reveal. So they it's don't even, just a thing even, that happens. Even one of the teenagers is not like, hey, to defeat these things, you're going to need this. I we, yes. we found it in the back. No. To, yeah. To the point where they have his watch beeps every time he has to go drink his soda. And there's zero reason why. It's just like, oh, he's a thirsty guy. Maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe that's what it is. That's why he doesn't talk. His tongue was taken out because of diabetes. Maybe he has. He drinks so much soda. <laughs> it's insane, dude. It's so insane in a fun way. So I don't. I gotta know. check it out. I'll check it, it out. It's a hell. If you like Nick Cage, you're not gonna be disappointed because it's just hilarious and fun. But you're just. It's one of those ones you're watching it the whole time. You're going, Jesus Christ, dude. How much do you love him? How much do you just it's love? Just, yeah. It's just great. Also, and guess it's violent, what? Fun. Yeah. Willy's Wonderland to me more valid movie than Nomadland. A hundred percent. We got the two lands going. On. I'd rather go to Willy's Wonderland. Oh, I wish one of these fucking animatronics took stupid Frances McDormand out. I wouldn't have to watch her <laughs> shit into a bucket, which is a real scene in the movie. <laughs> oh, that's ironic. Were you watching her shit into a bucket while oh, you were shitting hilarious. into a bucket? <laughs> I didn't even put that together. I could use a bucket. It would save me a trip. Dude. <laughs> A couple years ago, our friend and general manager of the comedy center, Liz Furiati, as a as a joke Christmas gift, she got me one of those things you piss into, you know, like oh, like the, the yeah, the, people the, use in yeah, their yeah. hospital like, get, bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. a bedpan, but it's like a container that you know you can urinate into. And I used to. The story is that when my dad was alive, he I found one underneath his car seat one day. Because I guess my dad would, you know, if he was driving somewhere and he, you know, was an old guy. Had to go. Yeah. He got a case of the squirts. He'd just fucking piss into this thing without pulling over. It's a very old school kind of thing. But Yeah. I I've done like, it to a McDonald's cup and I was like, hey, because we were stuck in traffic. I like dropped my phone underneath the car seat one day when I was borrowing his car. And like I put my hand on that. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but so Holy I told him that story. She's like, that's so funny. That's such an old Italian like you know mentality i'm not pulling over i'll just do it right here and so she got me one as a as a gag gift and i've i'm not kidding i used it in earnest this last 48 hours i'm sure yeah <laughs> isn't like, that great i can't that, get up happens? again you know why it's because of that thing and again not to get back into it and gross but you go if i piss i'm gonna sh if I, I go to the toilet i'm gonna shit again and i i don't have it in me to like wipe my ass anymore yeah you're just raw at that point. everything's raw your 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 brain is raw did you see my name what i put my name as on on the on the on the stream yard iron stomach dutch, <laughs> dutch. i'm stickies <laughs> you know what that's in reference to no what and she goes weird she goes yeah sickies <laughs> 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 which is like such a great way and that's kind of an old person, too. My mom used to be like, you know, it's more in reference to like kind of freakish behavior, like mental sickness. Yes. Yeah. My mom yeah. Used to go, oh, sickies. Some real yeah. sickies out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we want you to get back to shitting or to relaxing. So let's let's Thanks, end it there. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I want to tell just... everybody. Uh, really quickly, we have social media for the podcast. I, I think you all, if you're fans of the podcast, you know already. Uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter. It's at the DYM podcast. It's at 
the DYM podcast. Please follow us, uh, tweet at us. We write right back. Uh, fans of the podcast will tell you that. We also, both of us, have uh, social media as well. I'm at Shawnee Time on both platforms, and Andy is at Andy Fiore on both platforms. And Andy Andrew, Flowers. Andy Flowers, and uh, you have a radio show every Thursday at 4 p.m. on Raw Dog 99 on Sirius XM Radio uh, called The Raw Report, where which our friend Liz Furiati is part of that show. Absolutely. And, and she's one of the, uh, the, the, the members of the, the gang. And the great gift giver that saved your life. Um, and I also have a, a 24 hours before that, I have a show on uh, same channel uh, 4 p.m. called Celebrate that I do with super funny comedian uh, Kevin McCaffrey. So thank you guys so much for listening. Th thank you to the laugh button. You can look them up as well. That's where you can find the podcast as well as any other place you find it. And to Michael at, at Mike, at Mike V Suarez, correct? Yes, sir. At Mike V. Suarez, Sorry, check him out. It's on Instagram and Twitter, I believe. Uh, if not, maybe TikTok. I think Buster Palm might be doing some TikTok dances in, at nighttime. Uh, Mike, you're the best. I, you, you don't get enough credit, my friend. Sorry yes. again for throwing I everything still, out of whack this week. Yes, <laughs> thank you so much for being, disease. for being awesome. And, uh, Andrew, please, when you guys listen to this episode, please tweet at Andy. We hope you feel better, Andy. Hugs and kisses from the DYM Nation. Oh, thank you guys thank so you. much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye, guys.